Alive, Painkiller Nearly, episode 98. Game of Thrones? Game yeah, of Thrones. Sure. Real quick, though, Kyle, have you been doing something different with your facial hair? It looks smoother. It doesn't look as scraggly as it does sometimes. It looks like you're really taking some pride in it. Um, I don't think so. Um, I I, uh, I shaved yesterday. What a left-handed compliment. I trimmed up. Kyle, are um, you doing anything different? You don't look like shit. Um, no, 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 this is just... No, no, uh, it, I guess I you always, caught I, me on a non-shit day. <laughs> I, I, I can notice, Kyle, little sprigs on the sides sometimes of hair, but this yeah. time it looks like you took like some some trimmers, trimmed it down to like stubble everywhere, and that you're gonna start like an even beard. That's what it looks like. Well, that's what I always go back to. Like like I always go back to that. So when it's anything else, it's just pure laziness. Um, <laughs> so like when and, and yeah, when it, get, it when it gets long, I've got that Keanu Reeves kind of patchy thing. So you know, it's either it it needs to be kind of trimmed and stubbly. I was gonna say, yeah. Kyle, on the piece of shit scale, you've gone from like an eight to a five. So congratulations, we're all so proud of you. I wish teasing, you would go for like a, a facial hair style, because mm -hmm. you said that you you go all patchy, but you don't look like you're patchy here mm -hmm. on your mustache. I'm pointing. No, all this uh, like all this comes in and, and around the sides. Is I could do one of those really lame things where it comes down and like does one of those, but I I, I don't want any of that. That's yeah, that's super. That, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm happy with what I got going on. I like it to be a little rough and scruffy and, and not look like I'm a child. I saw an Asian guy just, it had to be less than a year ago, where he had exactly what you were saying, that chin strap connector. But traditionally, the hair is very, very short in the chin strap connector. It's like yeah, yeah. stubbly. This guy had at least three quarter of an inch hairs just on a thin strip lining his face like it was like drapes hanging down off of his face disgusting well, that sounds and terrible. you know you know that, that silken asian hair yes where you know like hulk hogan hair yes and it's just hanging down like that very like little uh, like spider silk i guess you would say <laughs> it wasn't a good look but it was like ah you don't know where he's from maybe that's really big in vietnam I thought Woody was taking a dick pic over there for a second. I was like, what the fuck's he doing? <laughs> my, my cord lets me just barely reach my light switch, and that is where I control the speed of my ceiling fan. So. Gotcha. So, yeah, this was a huge episode of Game of Thrones. Too uh, big. Season finale. Um, it, it, everything moved forward a lot. We, re, we realigned all of the factions, and then they took a few steps forward, which is rare for the show. You usually do one or the other, or neither in some episodes. But everyone realigned. You know, um, Everyone coalesces to either sort of a Lannister side or at least potentially an anti-Lannister side. So I, I loved it. And then and everything moved forward. We got to see Cersei just take on the greatest revenge the show may have ever seen like like that was incredible and i loved loved the costume the thing that that dress that cersei is wearing is like it's like a mixture of armor and uh evening wear i loved it i hate the tailor just dropped out i i wish he could hear what i'm about to say but <sighs> well, he'll be back in a second we could talk about my computer while he's gone okay I've been building that thing. I started today because um, I've been waiting on the, the 1080 graphics cards for a while, obviously. I could buy a Founders car Edition card right now. They're available, um, and they are every day on and off. But I want the Asus Strix Overclocked Edition because I think it'll be better, and it's definitely the one with the highest clock. So while I wait for that, a, a uh, kind fan of ours was kind enough to send me a 980 Ti Classified Edition. So I think that thing is going to run my monitors, uh, my VR setup, all that stuff just fine 
for the foreseeable future until the the 1080 that I want is available, or maybe some newer, better 1080 is just right around the corner. 1080 you know? Ti or something. It, it, yeah, I don't, I don't know wanna... if you follow computers all the time, but typically they come out with like the 680, and then mid-year the 680 Ti, which is even faster. That happened with the 780, 780 Ti, 980, 980 Ti, which I think is is that what you're getting? The 980 Ti. Yes. Yeah. So there'll probably be a 1080 Ti in a few months. Just a thought. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. I, it'd be nice to wait for that and get that, and maybe I could be one of those early uh, release lucky people who actually gets it. There's been it's like a, it's like the lottery with people clicking new egg just on F5 all day. <laughs> um, but I got all my parts in, uh, and I've been kind of been putting the build off because I didn't really want to tackle it without all the pieces here. But the graphics card is showing up tomorrow. I checked the tracking number, so I figured I wanted everything ready and powered on, and the operating system on board and everything. So I could just put the graphics card in, plug in the, the power, and go. Uh, so I started about two hours ago, and so far I got the case stripped down, got my new fans in, I replaced a few fans, um, got my uh, mother, got the RAM in the motherboard, the processor in the motherboard, and uh, I got, the, got all the power cables hooked up to the power supply and got it installed. So I did mine in a different order than you. Like I think that I put the RAM in when it was in the case already. And I'm not so sure about the CPU, but putting the motherboard in the case for me was like in hindsight, probably the hardest part. And part of it is just how my brain is wired. Like I like to be 110% sure. Like it says, hey, you know, this is the USB, plug it here. Or not USB, but like a case fan or something. And I'm like, well, is it, is it possible to do this backwards? If it is possible to do this backwards, then I need to make sure that it's not backwards. And, um, you know, that kind of just like dotting every I, check, crossing every T made my, I think I assembled slower than you did. I'm lucky in that I found a video of someone using my case and a similar motherboard. Um, but and do they similar really everything. zoom in to like where you could see like the wires go this way or this way? Um, yeah, he takes his time mm. and it's, it, I don't know, it's a 35 minute video. He skips through the turning of screws and, and stuff like that, but he, he tells you what he's going to do. And, and it, placing the motherboard in particular, he was talking about how it could be frustrating and he gave tips to alleviate that. And he talked about how the uh, the stays or whatever, the, the screw posts that are poking up from the back of the case, you know, how to align everything and which ones you need and which ones you don't with that motherboard. So I haven't put it in, obviously, yet. It's sitting on my uh, table upstairs, and I'm, that's what I'm about to do when I go back up there, probably. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I imagine that will be one of the more frustrating parts. The, uh, the cable management will be easy, I think, because I got a big panel to hide most everything. Uh -huh. And he does an excellent job of cable, cable management in his video. So I've got him to copy. And uh, I, uh, I got the desk going, too. I got my, uh, my lumbers being planed this afternoon, apparently. I'm, I wasn't able to be there because I'm doing this. Mm. And I uh, found a, a sawmill to plane it for me. And I think I'm going to stain it really, really dark to the point where it's almost black, but you can still see the, see the grain and do kind of a red and black thing. I've got the, uh, the Asus... <laughs> This will be pretty Asus, neat. Uh, Are you going to show the yeah. room some? I, I'm sure you'll show it to me. Are you going to show it to the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be proud of the room when I'm done. Because a part of researching this whole thing and learning about components and such is that everyone shows off their setup. The Battle Station subreddit. Sure. I've been on there a lot. I've been on the finished uh, build uh, little gallery on PC Parts Builder and seeing all the finished products. And everybody's really neat and tidy with their desks. So, yeah, I'm going to build something that I want to show off. Um, all the wiring's either inside the wall or inside the desk, like all the wiring. Um, the, um, I'm thinking about making my second monitor, the 40-inch 4K, uh, come down from the ceiling. 
because uh, that's really cheap. It's like a sixty dollar uh, sliding bracket thing hmm. that like screws up there, and it's like it's like twenty dollars more than hooking it onto the wall, but like a hundred percent cooler. So. I'm having fun with it. I'm having fun learning about cable management. Uh, I didn't think that would be fun to learn about, but every time I find a new way to hide a, a keyboard cable or something like that, I'm like, ooh, that's nice. So I'm having a good time with it. Kyle has a new hobby, a new passion. Yeah, like, more than just to be a honest. Hobby. To be honest, one of the, when I, I was up there just a minute ago, like like putting the putting those sticks of RAM in and thinking like, this is gonna be over in like 45 minutes. Like once I get that cooler in, it's done. I wonder if Taylor wants a PC. <laughs> like, I, I literally, I literally want to offer my, my my completely inept services to 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 build Taylor a PC because I because I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's like Legos for adults. Like uh, I am enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Cool. Very neat. Uh, yeah, I can't. I want to see the whole thing. I want to see the battle station. What, yeah. What do you I'm, gonna, uh, So you're obviously going to have that wide monitor front and center, and then the 4K what above that dropping from the ceiling. It would be on the same um, distance from me, but it would be able to either go up and out of the way or down uh, at low enough to be like right at desk level. And just those two monitors, or is there more? Yeah, I think it's just those two. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I guess I could add maybe some more curved monitors in the future, but I don't feel like spending another $2,600 right at this moment. Um, so Plus I, for the time being... That'd be a tall order to render. One. Like, if you ever played a game with three... Oh, we gotta get two of them then. We gotta get two 1080s then. Uh, yeah, I would guess. I don't know. I haven't thought yeah. it through, but something like that. It'd, it'd be a big job. I was watching Barnacle's Nerdgasm, probably saying his name right, um, and he had a 4K triple monitor video the other day with like a, four, like a mm -hmm. 4K surround, and I think he's powering those with two Titans, but I'm not sure. I don't recall, mm -hmm. but... It was really cool. They were um, they were big TVs, like maybe 50 inches, and he's playing maybe Battlefield, and he's in the tank, and it looked like he was in a fucking tank. It looked cool. <laughs> he, uh, there's a bunch of Titan. You probably know this by now, but Titan, that name brand, spans a couple of them. Like, it starts... I have the OG Titan. It's kind of a 780 Ti. Like, it's very close in performance to that. And... Uh, but there's been a 980 Titan as well, and like Titan Z, and I think there's a Titan that has two GPUs X. on it. Yeah, yeah. X. They're just gonna keep adding uh, numerals on to the end. Yeah, it's, I, I, I understand. But he, he's got he's got two high-end graphics cards pushing that thing, so I would imagine two 1080s would push it too. Um, but I'm not really interested in that. Like the whole idea of the, of all those monitors, it just seems like a m lot of money to be spending on pixels, and I've got so many already with this. Like I'm looking at this thing right now, and it's like I don't really want too much more and i'm getting the the, the vibe anyway um it depends so what you I, do like so um premiere pro i find that having the entire ultra wide screen to edit in is really nice like it is it, it's great i would i wouldn't want to go backwards so i take the whole thing up i edit in premiere pro and then i've got the sides for all like my file management stuff like i'm constantly like you drag in your files you edit you like whatever you know it I'm like, oh, all right, I took a drone shot that day. So there's like extra work to do on the edges, and I like that a lot. So, um, uh, I, and then the other window, like that kind of has two monitors. The third monitor is just for like other shit, you know, like I've got Skype up so I can see it. I'm monitoring some yeah, upload or, or whatever it is. So yeah. I like my three monitors. I don't know what I'd do with a fourth, but <laughs> it's probably something. 
Yeah, there's definitely a possibility of adding more monitors if I see a need for it or if I see that I could get some benefit gaming-wise from it. I know I've always liked having um, the second monitor for, like, the map or the hut, or not the hut, but, like, uh, the compass. Like, if there's some, like, second map that, like, is an overview of the whole country that you're, like, fighting in or whatever, I like having that up. Um, so often, I'll definitely have something going on. I've often thought about stuff like that. Like, you know, can I have this thing? And I want an advantage. Like, okay, Borderlands, right? You play Borderlands with me. Yeah. It would have been so nice if I could have the map up on, like, a mini monitor somewhere. You know, because the way I play Borderlands is, like, I run for 15 minutes. And then I check to see if I was running in the right direction. Because... Yeah. It's completely possible not to be. You can head towards that thing on the compass, then you check the map, and you're like, "Fuck!" There's an obstacle between me and it, and I needed to be, I needed the, the goal to be on my left so that I could come around and get to it. Um, if I had a map in Borderlands, my whole experience would be better. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm interested in the in the vibe. I was talking to Chiz about this the other night. It's hard to ask mm. Chiz for advice because he immediately like, first of all, he bites your head off like you're a dummy. And then he gives uh, what what I never know if I never know if it's very he's so harsh when he gives the advice that I never know if he's being harsh because I'm so stupid or because or and and because I should know this. He's treating you as he, stupid, but you never know if it's appropriate or not. Yes, uh, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and and so I was asking him. I was like, Hey, man, should should I order this vibe right now? Is there any reason I shouldn't? Because you know it'll be here by Friday, and I could fucking go into VR Friday. That'd be cool. And he's like, Oh. Yeah, if you want to be one of those early adopters, and I'm just like, well, how long is it gonna be before before Vive 2.0? You know, and I'm not interested in that in the in the Oculus. Just on principle, I don't care for how Oculus is doing business and the whole history of the company. I'm somewhat up to date on. I don't care for it. I definitely am gonna be a I, Vive guy. I just to insert my two cents in that. I think you're right, and I think that it doesn't matter whether it's your principle or the product. They both point to Vive. So there yeah, it is. The, it, and 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 what Chiz was saying was like was he was talking about the the forces that are behind Oculus and sure lots of money and promotion are behind Oculus but what are but what is Oculus because that's all that fucking matters you can tell me that that Facebook is behind it all you want I'm not buying a blue F on the side of this thing I want to go to virtual reality with this thing so mm -hmm. I really want the vibe I think uh, the only reason that I'm not buying it is because I am somewhat afraid that they're going to announce their next version or like better lenses or upgraded software, upgraded hardware, something like that is going to come and I'm going to be that $800 mistake. Because um, of the but, forces behind it, I can imagine a scenario where like Oculus 2 beats Vive 2, you know, if they've got that kind of stuff around. But it um yeah, I don't I don't know. I was I saw um I think it was Jay Two Cents video. He was showing off mm -hmm. a couple. He was talking about the vibe a little bit, and he didn't really go too much into the gameplay. I haven't watched too much gameplay at all. But he was playing a bow and arrow game mm -hmm. where you physically are drawing the bow and firing it, and that'll like so much fun. I, I would love to do that. I'd love to do that Star Trek Bridge Commander game. He was playing some sort of immersive game that's like being in a horror movie. Like he, he was like reading clues and like picking up folders and flipping through them and like. You know, you're opening doors and walking around. It it looks very fun. I don't know if and the, I, oh, I'm sorry, that was a break. I don't know if the Oculus has it, but I know that Boogie was saying the Vive does a really nice job with integrating with YouTube. I know that you haven't been uploading lately, but like it has an HDMI out that would be suitable for YouTube videos. Whereas what you're seeing is like two images, you know, one for each eye that like Oh yeah, yeah. Right. But that would make for a lousy YouTube video. Like I wouldn't want to watch it. Like well, my graphics card has has um, 
a couple of HDMI's out, so you can run oh. uh, one to the Vive and then one to a monitor. Maybe so that's I'll always what he was saying. Yeah, okay. so so you'll be able to, and m maybe he has something that accomplishes the same thing. But mm -hmm. with the 1080, you've got two, two or three. So it's a lot of ports on the ASUS in particular. But um, anyway, I'll be able to have the monitor playing what I'm seeing. And uh, so if someone's in the room with me, they're not just like watching some guy like do do a bunch of stupid shit for no reason. <laughs> so I think it's gonna be fun. I'm really looking. I, I'm wondering what room size you need for the the Vive because that could throw a, a wrench in things. I could I would have to change rooms, which isn't a huge deal. But I kind of got kind of want to be in this room back over here. Cause but you're, you're sizing your desk for the room, so that makes it a big deal. It is. Um, I can't go any. My boards are like. It, the room's nine feet seven inches from one end to the other, and that's how long the desk is is uh, gonna be. But I could always go shorter than that and stick it somewhere else. There's actually a spot right here that would be incredible. Mm. Wow, that would be outrageous. Um, but anyway, I didn't know that um, uh, VR came with the room size. Like, like that's not a connect. What are you crazy? That would go on. <laughs> well, you've got the sensors, um, you know, pointing at pointing at you and and knowing where uh, everything is. I suppose. Okay. Um, I don't know the how, exactly how it works. I haven't done very much research at all. Just kind of what you see in commercials and stuff, and a few Google searches. Hmm. But uh, I, I also I keep hearing, and maybe Jay said this, um, that the older you are, the more amazing it is to you. He's like, you know, I give it to my daughter, and she's like, huh, okay. She's driving the car, and you know, you look around, and you can see the, you can look out this window, and if you raise your head, you can see the hood, and if you look down, you can see, you know, more of the sky, and you know, she's just like, no, huh, all right race car game but he's like you know i hand it to my 70 year old dad and he's just like magic it's magic <laughs> you know so i want to do that with my dad too i, I uh i've been i've been talking i was gonna be like i'm it. halfway there but i'm more than halfway there <laughs> <laughs> yeah i uh i've always had that 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 fantasy right of virtual reality um I don't know. When I was growing up, it was super sci. It was science fiction, big time. Virtual reality was oh. as much as like there was this uh, this um, this Fox. Maybe it was short lived, but there was a show on Fox called VR Five about this hot chick who somehow had a modem that would suck her into the computer, and now she's living in a virtual world. And the things that she does there were somehow affecting real life or something. It was a little bizarre, but it was called VR Five. And the idea of getting sucked into this virtual world was so cool, you know. Both, and she was literally getting sucked in, you know. Like, at, so mm -hmm. I, I don't even remember the science behind that bullshit. But <laughs> just the idea of putting this thing on and and having my, you know, when you look at your hands, they're there, you know, they're they're cartoony hands, but they're I, your hands. In particular, I feel like a VR flight flight simulator would appeal to me. Like a, you've talked about the Star Trek bridge thing, and I'm like, yeah, I can see how that's cool. You talked about driving. To oh, me, call Taylor. I want to see Flight Simulator. Okay, I'm on it. Flight would be real cool, and um, you know, you you could you could fly like Superman. You could even do something like that. But yeah, like you said, um, if you had the the controls, um, like a yoke, mm -hmm. I guess. And uh, dude, I, 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 I think you know you see those you know amazing you battle stations where there's actually a cockpit, and that cockpit to me can be a motorcycle, car, or airplane. But just you know, a cockpit is a concept, dude. Like, get rid of your monitors. Those monitors are children's things. You know, it, it, now it's about the controls in VR. Am yeah. I back? You are you back. are back. Let me just fix it. So we, uh, we kind of held off on Game of Thrones talk. Uh, Thank and, you. And we talked about computers and video games and such. It was a good talk, All right, talk, so I didn't I miss much. Yeah, my computer just totally shit out. You were saying, like, uh, oh, looks like, you what know. are you thinking? 
It's funny you should mention that. I was saying while you were gone, I was like, you know, I'm really enjoying this, putting this PC together so much that, like, as I was doing it, and I'm moving along pretty quickly, and I can compare my progress to the video's progress, and mm. I'll be done in an hour and a half. Um, That's fast. I was thinking, like, I was thinking, like, ah, I'm going to be all out of computer to build. I want to build you a computer. Me? Yes. yes. Ah, you're looking for a budget challenge. This is not a you. free computer. He just, it's free services. Yes, free I, services and, and all that, but but I would like to build you an RX 480 computer using the the uh, using that graphics card because that's a two hundred dollar graphics card that's VR capable, um, and it's 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 a brand new like Nvidia the, the the card that I'm wanting to get they were like let's put out this thousand horsepower monster that that'll crush everything, and uh, and on the other end of it AMD was like let's see how much bang we can put into the tiniest package and sell it for $200. And it's a lot of bang. If you had two That's of those things, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, but, but, like, I don't know what your budget would be, but for... How much do you need? 1500 to two get, grand. Oh, two, I think, one grand. I think, a grand. I think a grand would get us pretty fucking deep. Um, I, 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 That's not that much. Use, like, an i5, what is it, the 6600K, uh, the AMD RX 480... And uh, some motherboard, you know, cheap... 16 gigs of RAM, and off you go. Yeah. Power yeah. supply that gives well, power. Then, then uh, <laughs> send me a report consisting <laughs> of, of all of the, the things I need. An itemized and, list. Yeah. An and, itemized and, list. And I just want to <laughs> stipulate that, like, while I, I will stand behind my technical build because it's just simple, it's fucking Legos, it really is plugging shit in. And if I plug it in wrong, I, I, I'll be like, oh, that's wrong. And. Everything's labeled. I, that's not gonna be a problem. But um, picking out the parts, I'll definitely. It won't be just me picking out parts off the top of my head. I'll, I'll do some research because I've really enjoyed it. I've really, I've enjoyed doing it for myself. Yeah, and well, plus, that would be I really feel handy like to have your expertise. And I like the way that you Absolutely. talked about building a PC because I had so many friends in high school who would be like, "Oh yeah, I'm building my own PC." And people who build their own PCs fucking relish. The yeah. idea of you assuming them building a PC is them like putting the mask down and soldering, <laughs> soldering. things, yeah. and, like like actually building the PC. And then when like my first friend explained it to me, he was like, "Well, no, or he showed me. He's like, I built this. This is like maybe 2007, and he's like, I built this tower. It's awesome. You know, I'm like, wow, you built that." That looks like a professional computer. That's incredible. And he's like, well, yeah, I just I ordered the case, and then I ordered the stuff in there, and, and I'm like, so, but you had to, like, solder it stuff and, like, and like make a motherboard. Like, that's crazy. How'd you even know how to do that? You're like a savant. And, well, no, I, I just I ordered that offline, too. Like, so what you did was that would be like me saying I built the Millennium Falcon, and you come over, and I've constructed the Lego set. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, yeah. it, it says hard Damn. right on there. Yeah, it said it would take twelve plus years. Finished it in three days. How do you like that? <laughs> that was <No>? the age. <laughs> the, the, yeah, and then the other thing is like, you know, if it's not the soldering, it's like I built my own computer. Whoa! Oh yeah, the circuit design was the toughest part. Like you know, like no, dude, you didn't invent shit. You bought parts and you plugged <laughs> them in. And by the way, they only went together one way. Like you can't put the CPU in yeah. wrong. You can't do these things. Like you just you, it, the hardest part. Well, I, I found that getting every wire right was a bit of a pain in the ass. I did it slowly, but one of the hardest parts is just buying a build 
that's not criticizable. Yeah, no, we'll be mocked, right? Right. Yeah, someone's <laughs> going to be. That was my number one priority. Not performance, not affordability. <laughs> it was, will this be mocked? Will someone go, ha! You spent hours of research, thousands of dollars, and here's how it could have been better. Yeah, fuck you! Oh. I don't want to know that. That's and then they do I that anyway. This. They'll be like, ah, oh, here's yeah. how it could have been better. And then there's like a 980 Ti in it. And you're like, well, I, you know, but it's much cheaper. Yeah, but I, mean, like, I get to prioritize what I think is important. And you know, this is what yeah, I want. I could have definitely skimped on the motherboard, but wireless is important to me. I, like, I, I want to run, run wireless internet to the thing. So I got a motherboard that supports that, that has that. And there aren't very many. The ones that there are expensive. I think it was like three hundred fifty bucks for the motherboard. I could have gotten a two hundred dollar motherboard that would have done everything else the same. I so, have thirty two gigs of RAM. Special motherboard for for a computer to work wirelessly. Um. So the wireless networking adapter or whatever it's called can either be an add on or a um a uh, a standard thing that's on the motherboard. It, it seems like most of the time it's an add on because I don't think a lot of people want wireless internet on there. Um. So, I, but I didn't want to add it on. I wanted it on the motherboard. I have 32 gigs of RAM. Uh, nowadays, most people consider that on the high end of appropriate. But my computer's like two and a half years old, something-ish. I don't know, three years old. And at the time, they're like, 32 gigs of RAM? You know, you're a fucking retard. And uh, <laughs> There are people putting um, more, over 64 then, 128 or something, like crazy stuff. That, that's, so that would probably be the equivalent of me putting in 32 a few years ago. And uh, it's like, yeah, I know, but like now that like time has passed and I kind of like scores posted, I'm happy. You know, I've got Premiere Pro and Photoshop up, both of them, 24 hours a day. I use them every day. I hate closing them. I like having like my my Premiere Pro has like 18 videos in the most recent video because I just fire up new sequences. I use a lot of RAM, and you know, I'm glad I've got more than 16 for me. Cheers. Chiz has been saying he's got a build together himself, but, and he's saying that he'll uh, he'll pull the trigger when he sees mine all hooked up or, or something like that. No, I think what he said was he was going to do it later in the fall when maybe new cards came out. But what I said was when he saw mine glowing all beautiful, he's going to be like, bye now. <laughs> it, it, PayPal, and, PayPal in particular makes it so easy to, to just... Go to town, spending a bunch of money on electronics. It, it was I might have clicked three times, and three grand was gone. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, PayPal's risky with that. Just like Amazon one-click shopping. That's what I use. Where it's like, man, this is a really cool replica knife from Boardwalk Empire. Let's see. Well, I guess I'm getting one. Be here. Be here. Am Thursday. I gonna undo this now, or nah, let's just let this happen? You know. <laughs> yeah, I love the one-click shopping. I think it, I like the buying experience, and Amazon. I, I just. I feel like the rest of the world, you know, you, you ask them to deliver something, it may happen, it may not happen. They're just people. Be understanding, etc. Amazon is like, holy fuck, sound the alarms. Woody ordered a fucking new wallet. You know, like they, they, same day shipping, right? That's a thing. I literally get same day shipping here. Like I, I ordered it and I was like, oh, look, same day shipping is free if you're in Prime. I'll try it. I was shocked when it showed up that day. I was like, I, like, I didn't know you You were serious about that the whole time. <laughs> you know? And there they were. And, and by the way, it was delivered by U.S. Postal Service. Like, I, Wow. Everyone acts like they're That's terrible. That's the most impressive part of that. The Dude, fact that they got it delivered. Yeah. 
U.S. Postal Service is all, I don't know, everyone hates on them, right? Especially, and I hate to get political because we do it every show, Republicans. Republicans love to act like they are the worst organization in the world. Dude, they'll send a letter from here to freaking Alaska for like 50 cents. If you gave me 50 cents, I wouldn't give it to my neighbor. I'd be like, no, <laughs> fuck off. Have you considered it's that? It's not really for 50 cents, though. That's how much we paid at point of purchase. It didn't oh. really cost the taxpayer 50 cents to send that. Like, you're, you are subsidizing I, the I don't, U.S. I, Postal Service. I don't, I don't think they uh, take any federal money anymore. Yeah, like, I, I think oh, they did. Do they not ever since now they have to compete with UPS? I believe that's the case. Or FedEx, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I think I read a sign in the post office that said, we don't get any federal money or something like that. Like, like they, yeah. they were pretty upfront about it. And they lowered it. their good, prices. But do you remember the post office before FedEx came around? Yeah, back when it was no, thirty-two I, cents, you know, like it was I, horrible before competition forced them to make a non-shit service. Everyone you know? says so that it's really they never lost my mail. They they don't lose my mail. They used to charge like thirty-two cents, and they take it anywhere, and it showed up in a few days. I was just like, I don't know why everybody hates you guys. Like, they never got my magic cards to me on time. Uh, <laughs> all of my trading card game supplies. I would have to be like, all right, I'm going to something. Three weeks from now, I better fucking anticipate what my strategy is going to be and order some cards because I can't trust these fuckers to get it here on time otherwise. When it says five to seven day shipping or something as like the worst case scenario, I always would add a few days because it's like, ah, oh, nah, <laughs> now you'll mean find business a way to lose days. It. Hey, do you yeah. want to talk about Game of Thrones? I, I want to go. Let me go. Yes. <sighs> I'm. I feel like there's no pleasing me, right? So look. I enjoyed episode 10. I'll even say episode 10 was probably top three this year, and this might be the best year ever. Having said that, I feel like Game of Thrones is like, I don't know, bipolar on their pacing. More happened in episode 10 than season four, right? I, I just like everything. They just checked every box. Spoilers coming. R plus L equals J. Cersei blows up Westeros. Danny's headed across the sea. Arya's a master assassin. Um, am I missing any big check marks on this? Like, well, I, I I think what you've got to keep in mind is, you know, you got to picture. You have to picture the big story arc of Game of Thrones. Every, it's not like if you're about it's not to like say the they just all happen to land on the same episode. No way, because like if this was the Game of Thrones of two years ago. His name Varys, Varys, whatever that guy's name Varys. is, right? There would be seasons devoted to his journey back and forth to Dorne, because they literally devoted a fucking season to Tyrion traveling to see Daenerys, right? That I'm not making this up. There, like, no, he was just well between seasons. No. No, there was like a season of him on the boat, him on the land, him talking his way out of them, taking his midget cock, you know. And, and that like, was only oh, a couple episodes. Like I don't seven. Think that was a whole season. It was nearly a season of him traveling to Daenerys. It and might have got been, to but the... that, it's another issue of pacing of there's so much shit to be achieved that they, they kind of have to pace it oddly. And I think, I mean, these, these end of season things where they have a bunch of things come to fruition – like at the end of the day, it's a it's an HBO program. They want to make money, so of mm -hmm. course they're going to end it with a ton of shit. Where you're like, oh god, I I can't wait for the next season, a whole other year. Like they've already and, got people hyped up. But I hear but you. Also, but the pacing, I don't think you can. The pacing is bipolar, can... and there's no way to deny that. It is just completely undeniable that, like, it, I I swear, episode ten of season six, 
did as much as season four did. You I know, think, I think like in terms of plot like, line advancement. It, I don't think it should be a consistent like ah yes we hit our high hat of excitement for this episode now we move into the three minutes of somber brooding by character x uh i think that that is what partially keeps it exciting like you don't know watching an episode if it's going to go crazy or if it's going to be a build-up episode there's a lot of cool things that you get a treat episode a a couple things happen in episode 10 that i feel like they didn't cook properly like you know in terms of storytelling you can let it simmer a little bit Sometimes, and I complain about this, they let it simmer way too long. But like uh, episode nine, perfect, amazing. They told you two things over the course of an hour. It was perhaps the best episode of Game of Thrones that's ever been, right? Then season or episode 10 comes along, and all of a sudden, it's a whole season worth of stuff that happened. And I just feel like you didn't really cook it properly. You didn't... I don't know. I don't think it was a whole... Se- it was a whole seasons worth if you will of like the action happening and the decisions finally being handed down but what built up to all of those decisions was episodes and episodes and tons of minor little plot devices along the way so I don't the know. various I, stuff I, right I really the various it. stuff by itself right he leaves he goes to Dorne he like meets with is her name Oberyn what's the no what uh, his oh, name the Martell the, the, Mar- yeah, the Martell grandmother Sand. Oh, oh well. No, the Martell the, grandmother. Uh, I'm talking about right. He meets okay. with the Martell grandmother. Oh. It's like O Y L L N or something like uh, that. Elena. It's oh, Elena. Elena. It's Elena. That's, yeah. that's the that's the Tyrells. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. What did I say? The the uh, Elena Tyrell met with the Martells, who are and Barry's the uninteresting there. sand folk. Yes. So, Grandma Tyrell met with the people of Dorne. Varys was there, and then Varys is back on the ship. That kind of thing, they would literally devote like 40 minutes of screen time to, like just traveling back and forth to Dorne in previous seasons, right? The whole like Jamie Braun thing in Dorne, right? They did that there. The whole Tyrion traveling thing, they did that there. Like this is consistent. Now, I guess thankfully they didn't spend too much time on the travel, but they didn't, they didn't cook the things that happened in this episode somehow to me i was i I didn't mind i i looked at the map a little bit to see just how much traveling Varys was doing Mm -hmm. there um because sometimes and i've got i think i've got the map pretty well down now i know where king's landing is on Mm -hmm. as far as the continents go and everything and i wanted to know where old town was too i was like where the fuck is old town it's kind of southwest on the on the westerosi continent but he did. He made a pretty good boat journey, but it wasn't like he made like it wasn't the boat journey that Sam made. Like remember when Sam went from the the wall down to uh, uh-huh. fucking wherever? Yeah. I don't think he 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 took the boat to like. Uh, oh yeah, because he uh, went by his home first. Yeah, yeah. Like that was a pretty long boat ride he went on. Hmm. Um, it, it wasn't that bad. I feel like you needed him back on the boat with them. Um, yeah, and I just assume when I see stuff like that that lots of time has passed because it has. Yeah, th- I forget there was. Um, I didn't notice it watching myself, but I watched. You know, there's like Alt Shift X and some other like Game of Thrones YouTube channels. Uh, they were able to be like, you know, well, not only did that take some time, but the Arya getting to kill the Freys, which is a whole other storyline, by the way, that just popped up. Um, Right, like Arya left Bravos, and then the next thing we know, she's got a knife at some guy's throat, you know, Walter Frey's. And I didn't catch that in the meals where her, was his two sons. 
fingers. Yeah. They're right here, my lord. <coughs> yeah. They I... were hard to carve, especially Black Waldor. <laughs> <laughs> I, somehow that whole thing didn't process as I watched in the show, but then I saw, like, I go to these YouTube videos, and I was like, ooh, so he served him his two sons. It took Walder for a minute to catch on, too. <laughs> Did you just think that he was like, you know I'm a vegetarian, you know? <laughs> and, then, I, I... and then she'd be like, ah, oh, you've been foiled again. So her journey there, I, I want to know about that one, too. I was like, how long is... That's the main reason I was looking at the map. I was like, characters moved around a lot this mm-hmm. last episode. Seemingly, how far did they move? So Bravos um, is sort of on the northwestern edge of uh, Essos. Um, so she he has so she crosses the the sea, but the then sea. yeah, yeah uh, that's yeah the narrow sea. And uh, when she gets over to Westeros, it's not that far to get to the. Uh, are they, where, wait a minute. Where, they were at the, um, the uh, not the twins, but um, what's it called? Where, where the phrase from? Where was that held? That's that's the twins. That is, is it the twins? The, yeah, the phrase control the the riverlands there. That it's that river bridge. That I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So it's not that far. It wasn't that far to the twins. I, they they all seem plausible journeys, I guess. So the um, the YouTube video I was talking about said yes, some time has passed. We know this not just by Varys' teleportation with air quotes, but we also know it by Arya's journey as well. Like they're not they, these things all took some time. They just didn't devote a season to traveling on boat and sand like they once did. So like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, and if you yeah, remember back, like like we talked, you talk, you mentioned Tyrion's journey from Westeros to to Essos to get to the Khaleesi, but mm-hmm. they literally skipped over the boat ride itself. They they showed him at the end of one season. He's on the boat. There no, was. I remember him vomiting. I remember him being. There was a whole boat section. scene, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. One boat scene is nothing compared what? to what actually happened in the book. Like no. they tripped, yeah, they tripped, on and on in the book. Or I'm sorry, they skipped. The entire thing of Tyrion being on the boat, going slowly up the river as he's like deteriorating into alcoholism, and then mm-hmm. the stone men jump down and attack the boat, and it's a big thing. Uh, that was a huge amount of time, and they just skipped it, which I'm glad because that wouldn't have been very not good. He's in a box the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was I, a box the whole time in the boat, and then he was on a box like they were carried or something over land, and and he did sort of devolve into alcoholism in the show too. They they spent some time on the journey. Uh, it took a while a to get there, but but you know I I like that because the time was spent with Jorah, and that was a huge part of the story. Getting you know mm-hmm. learning more about Jorah, Jorah learning more about Tyrion, them not really becoming friends, but coming to an understanding and, and they're both honorable men so that worked out for them in the end for both of them he you know Tyrion kind of speaks up for Jorah for the, in front of the Khaleesi and vice versa it was, it, I didn't have a problem with that it, if if they can if it take if they spend a whole season going from one end of the continent to the other and a lot of stuff happens that's that that makes the character grow I'm good with it but like we don't want to hang out with just varies by himself right like there you've, you've got there's some friends that are better if you got Paul and John too like you don't want to hang out with just Rick because like just Rick by himself yeah. is no fun. But if you got Paul and John there, we can all have a good time. Yeah, then it's Varys the crew like that. <laughs> like you just slap Varys on the back, like yeah, man, look at those horse, uh, those um, you those know flowers over there. Don't worry about this women. Varys, 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 um, Varys has some. I of gotta my... take a piss. Let's just um uh, uh, just... uh you wanna watch. Varys, <laughs> Varys' wisdom and yes. his conversations have some of the highest highs in the whole show, like history to me. But, but you're he needs right. Equal to talk to. Yeah, right. Varies by himself. I've never seen do anything interesting. But please, 
if, if, you, if you happen to be in charge of the Game of Thrones and you're watching this, um, it would be really neat if Varys and Littlefinger talked again. I'd love to see them talk all the time. Yeah. That's some of the greatest well, stuff. Is like a character that's great, but like Kyle said, like he needs mm-hmm. he needs someone to banter with in all of his scenes. Like he's not that. as independently like Tyrion can talk to like a slave or something who's clearly not educated and be funny and have mm-hmm. banter and you know, get it going. Varys isn't like that. He's just more of a somber character. Like you couldn't have yeah. Varys being clever Too with a beggar at King's Landing, being like, "Oh, you don't even begin to know the impact the Queen has on your life." And he's like, "You what? What are you saying?" <laughs> I walk on the docks. <laughs> of this. So, do you guys not see my thing at all? Where maybe season ten, while good, packed too much into it. They didn't fully cook some of the things. I was 100% happy with it because mm-hmm. I feel like it gets us fresh for the war to come. I feel like it was getting all the... It was like, forget... Let, let's get... It was putting an end to the game. of th- Everything that's been happening so far ended. It all hit a dead end and it's all changing directions now. Everything is r- completely broken. Put back together or realigned in some way. And now it's time for everything to coalesce again and go in different directions at different people. Because so, now you've got... The North is together now, um, all the way down to River Run. I would imagine because you've got the phrase knocked out now. They'll get washed right over. You've got the the Tullys are going to take River Run, led by Edmure now, um, who's pissed as fuck after spending the last couple years in a prison. <laughs> um, and he's a decent actor. I get him back oh, out of the, out of the a, mix. The old a... Ironborn, the uncle, he's <laughs> obviously going to side with Cersei to maybe try to give her his fat cock. Um, and Cersei, with the best wardrobe that I've ever seen in Game of Thrones that episode, looked like some sort of warrior queen herself. She yeah. looked so menacing, and that smile on when 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 the Baylor uh, when the Sept of Baylor blows up, that smile is just. I loved it. I I I, I could Dude, I related to her, and she I was never brutal. To her. There's more. So, and this would be hard to pick up on your own, but <clears throat> Jon Snow being. Azor High, right? That like warrior that saves everybody had more proof. Like he was supposed to be born under the protection of like the sword with the shooting star, right? So then they go back and they play Ned having taken this like special sword from the guy that he just killed by stabbing him in the back or whatever. Um, the other guy stabbed him in the back and he got him. So that sword, they put it at the base of the bed and it has like a comet on it or something in their sigil. And like it, it just lays out all the pieces of the prophecy. So Jon Snow is Azor High, almost indisputable. And uh, cool, I, yeah. I'm down with that. You know what else I learned that I wasn't sure on before? Mm-hmm. The mountain is almost 100% definitely an unnatural being at this point. With some, he, it, 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 there is some some demon magic going on there. Do you see his face? Him. So um, I saw his face brightened up. I'm sure we all saw it. And the, I read yeah. through that thread for literally an hour and a half and, and tried to absorb as much, uh, you know, information about that as I could. Everyone was, I think most people uh, understood that he was probably going to rape her. Um, and, but then there was the conversation of, rape you know, who? can a zombie even get it up? Um, <laughs> rape the, uh, the Septa, the, you know, the big nun. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah, didn't. He takes the helmet off, you know. Yeah. It, it, I thought, it was, gonna... I, I thought it was very clear that Cersei commanded the mountain to rape the nun or whatever 
Yeah, was. he's done that before. Like, like that's his thing. Like, oh, that's read the book, right. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a bad guy. He's, he's all about rape. Ra- and, yeah. uh, and a prolific murderer. For people well. that don't know, the the mountain's all about rape. That's a thing he that he does. It. He loves rape. Um, he goes from like village to village, just raping them. And uh, sometimes he doesn't even have complete approval to like take out that village. So now all of a sudden, like I think Robert Baratheon is in like a weird position. He's like, oh shit, you know, I really like having him on my side, but he's kind of embarrassing me with all this rape. <laughs> we'll see. That's that, what like that, the stories were. They're like, well, they're coming across towns and all the men are cut in half. And they're like, <laughs> hmm, who could have done this? <laughs> seven kingdoms could swing hard enough to kill 30 men <laughs> the mountain uh, there's no other person named the mountain or the titan or the monolith in this entire region so it's gotta be fucking you and you, you just put your fucking email signature is raping all day air day so come on it's not helping out like we know it's you yeah so so I think he is definitely an unnatural being now which 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 um Makes me think that, like, you know, that dark sorcerer... What's Cersei's... Uh, he's now the Hand of the Queen. Uh, Cersei's uh, Maester. What's his name? I don't even remember his... I call him Evil Maester. So Evil Maester um, is definitely up to not only... What I used to think was, like, science. I used to think he was a scientist. That's what I thought about him. I was like, this guy's got tubes and hoses and stuff. Like, clearly he's trying to purify... He's trying to do some sort of blood dialysis to the mountain. Some sort of medieval blood dialysis. I was like, wow, this is science, not magic. It only appears to be magic because, you know, the old saying, you know, they're these medieval people. So now I'm pretty sure there's some there's some magic going on there, there because... And I'm sure we all noticed the mountain hasn't changed his armor since the last time someone stabbed him. <laughs> like... I, I bet he just smells like a big rotting corpse all the time with flesh slothing off. Did you guys yeah. answer? Were, were we intended to think that that stabbing hit him or there was space in the chest plate? Uh, I think, I think the, it was intended to show that it hit him because it clearly got in there really deep. He just didn't care. Yeah, like, they, they said his blood ran black now. Uh, in yeah. the books, it's um, it's that other guy. He's got a fake name. I guess we, that's a book spoiler. Let's not talk but, about that. But anyway, yeah, the um, mountain got hit in the heart with some sort of, like, baseball bat with spikes on it. And uh, and the mountain, uh, you know, did, I guess it made him angry. But he noticed it. Yeah, he was he, like... That's about all you could say. He was offended. He noticed it. <laughs> and even then, barely noticed it. It was only when Cersei commanded him to do something that he kind of was like, well, all right, time to do this. He that like guy's like a fish. Fatality. Yeah, that, that's why I was thinking, I've been thinking the whole time that the mountain has some sort of black magic evil mm-hmm. shit in him that is only available now that the dragons are back and magic's reintroduced or whatever, because there's no fucking way that that crazy-ass maester, that this is the first time he's tried this. Yeah, I'm the there's last no one way. to oh, jump to conclusions, but I felt certain of that. together failed golems thrown in the back there of just dead people that he sewed together and he's like god damn it it didn't work and then he did it with the mountain and the magic is back in the world and it worked the Mm -hmm. same shit worked and even he's like wow you remember why they kicked him out why they broke his chain or whatever they call it he's doing experiments on live people i think yeah 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 Yeah. he was uh dabbling with dark magic as you do 
Yeah. yeah. And for, but, the, for a while, I guess, dabbling in dark magic just was kind of like a crackpot alchemist thing of like, oh, yeah, you do your thing. You try and bring back those evil souls. And now he can do shit for real. I want to see him make his own undead army to engage in a perennial battle with the undead coming from the north. You know? Constant battle. Undead and undead. Mm. I don't know. How does that work, though? Do you think he can make more of them? To me, he would die, and then he'd come back on the other team. Much like um, uh, that game mode in Modern Warfare 3. Zombies? <laughs> no. Infected. Oh, Infected, oh, yeah. Oh. Infected, <laughs> That's gotcha. how that would... So, yeah. <laughs> but, like, to your point of it being crowded in episode 10, I think really what they want, the reason they did that and they wanted to finish it all is because they, they're trying to aggregate a lot of the storylines. Because before this, it was like, think, think of like 10 different tendrils mm-hmm. as storylines. And they kind of are like, all right, now there's four. Like we got everybody into four. I, I like it. I just feel no. like... Now, like, I'm thinking back. I'm like, well, what happened in episode five? Could that have had a little more, you know, so that it could have cooked properly? Why not aggregate those storylines over episode eight, nine, and ten? Or well, seven they kind of, you know, they didn't. We knew that Varys was out there on a journey. And, and I was, you know, you could only speculate for, like, three, two or three episodes as to where he went and what he was up to. Wait, no, it was literally leave in ten and come back in ten. No. He left before the Khaleesi got back. So he left yeah. in. Eight. Are you right? Am I wrong? Yeah, I could be wrong because he wasn't there. Uh, Maya left in seven because you know they stagger when the Khaleesi. He on definitely screen. was in Dorne in ten and on the boats in ten. Like that's that much definitely is true. true. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I and I had um, him. I, my... I think Taylor really hit it on the head though. You know, for a long <laughs> time the story seemed to just creep along at such a slow pace, and I bet if you look at when that was happening, it was probably season four. Uh, when they had the most characters and the most storylines, mm-hmm. and yeah. you could only uh, give the Khaleesi seven minutes, you could only give Jon Snow a, a, a nine minutes a week. But like you said, if you put Khaleesi and Jon Snow in the same room, all of a sudden you get them both for twenty minutes, and I, that's nice. I this yeah. might be unpopular, but I kind of wish Game of Thrones would end next year. I feel like two no. years is too much. There's not enough time to wrap it up. Oh, work harder. No, I'm okay with like a 12-episode season <laughs> or something. But, you know, just get your shit done. What I they're think... doing instead, like a, I think I've, this is rumor, a seven-episode season and an eight-episode season or, or vice versa. I'm like, really? You're going to do that and stretch the shit over two years? Stop. Yeah, I no. wish George R. R. Martin would just write a giant phone book-sized book instead of two <laughs> more. I wish it would just be gargantuan. I'm okay with them spreading it out. It's more time. It's... I, I, it's I more want content to, for us. I want to be in love with this show for another year. I love this show. I really love it. I'll tell you another thing that I noticed from episode 10 that was the tops in this episode in particular was the music. That opening uh, music, It's a, it starts out with a piano, and you know, you're seeing all the pieces kind of fall into play. Cersei's getting dressed. Marjorie's getting dressed. The people are filing into the courtroom, uh, the, the sept. Everybody's getting ready, and that piano music keeps playing, building tension. The cellos start coming in, more tension, more tension, and then it goes away for a while, and then it, and then it comes back. It was so good. It built so much tension it was um it was excellent and of course the 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 white wolf the whole new king in the north uh scene got more lady mormont she comes she's She's the best (laughs) yeah dude i fuck it killed your son at the red wedding and you didn't fight they skinned your father alive and you didn't fight and lord lover and just like when it was over man he's just like 
Lady Mormont speaks harshly. <laughs> truly. <laughs> I felt like everybody, every like proud man in the room wanted to like throw his hat on the ground in shame and like I, look down and If cry. I was there, I'd have been like, oh, fuck it. I pledge my sword to Lady Mormont. <laughs> John, you're cool and everything, but this bitch rocks. <laughs> it was great. She's like, I've only got one king, the king in the north. And it was just, and then, you know, each of them in turn pledges their service to him. And it, it was very good. That was a powerful scene. Um, it it was, was as good as the first one, I think. And uh, Better? I really I... like that. I, I like that I, character I like... a lot. I like uh, yes. uh, Lady I think that now that, like, the books are, like, behind the storyline... D&D can be a little more flexible and like work Lady Mormon in next year. Here's an interesting thing. Lady Mormon is at an age where she'll, she's going to brand this thing. She will be a different looking human in two years. So that like... Unless they just completely change their mind and there's a new Lady Mormon next year. <laughs> yeah, you which know. is exactly what they did uh, with like uh, 20, 20 Daenerys' lover where two seasons ago it was some crazy guy with a gap tooth and a blue facial hair or blue mm -hmm. hair and then they just show up the next season as a normal looking italian guy and you're like what the fuck you're that's not the same guy you <laughs> never even addressed it it's only because i know that's supposed to be the same guy that i know because she's given him flirty eyes but you have to like have at least a little bit of dialogue like oh i'm liking your hair brown more goes, yeah. oh yes blue was an oversight i really like it, it, i like the scene where she's breaking up with him and and, and she says Remember, you swore. You swore your sword to me. You swore your life to me. I wanted him to be like, that was a different actor. Still <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Remember, that guy didn't have a beard. <laughs> I want that pussy. <laughs> That's great. Hey, I have a uh, Game of Thrones talk racked up. Let me think if there's anything I else have I want to topic. mention. Um, the, the R plus L equals J stuff, the, the transition between the baby and John, I loved. Like, that was a very powerful moment. It, it was an emotional episode. It, it felt like powerful moment after powerful moment, and I loved it. And uh, I, um, I'm, I, part of my little uh, gaming setup has got some, some Game of Thrones shit stuck in it. So this is going to be fun. I, I love the show so much. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to the new book. Uh, it's, it's, more, it's probably my favorite, uh, like, entertainment platform. Right? I don't know. What, 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 what am I looking for here? If we're if we're comparing universe, I think it's my mm. favorite universe. Yeah. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Marvel's good to me too. I like it as well. Although, if Peter Jackson comes out, spends the next five years uh, getting his shit together, and then makes like a Lord of the Rings prequel with like Morgoth and lots of like like I don't know that that Battle of Numenor or some shit like, that would be better than the original trilogy. I think they need to do the Hobbit again and just treat it like when they did the Hulk with Keanu Reeves and then they did it with Edward Norton, Edward Norton. where they just completely didn't mention it and it wasn't Keanu Reeves. Exist. Who was it in the in the original one? The one with the, the Ang Lee directed. The one where the, the 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 dogs are attacking him. Oh shit! Fucking um, ah oh, fuck! I can't think of his name. Well, it was he was it was terrible. And then the next, the subsequent Hulk, they Banya? didn't address no. the lore that it happened. They just pretended that it didn't exist. That's what they yeah. need to do eventually with The Hobbit, is remake it correctly. Do what they do Spider-Man movies. Just fuck it. Tobey Maguire yeah. never existed. Kirsten Dunst's mm -hmm. teeth were never here. Just move along. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying, Woody? Well, it doesn't happen until it happens. I'm supposed to fly tomorrow morning. Oh, I can't believe you said that out loud. 
Yeah. You jinxed it. Don't you know the old, old airman, uh, uh, the old airman adage? You know, if you want to fly, keep it nigh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't you do well in a freestyle rap battle. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's weather dependent. And then last time, last time the, the weather was strong enough for literally one flight, and it was some other, well, two, I guess. The instructor went, tested the air, and then the other student went, and then it was like my turn, and they're like, eh, too windy. Fuck. And then the next day was never even a close call. Like, you wake up in the morning, and it, it was just crazy windy, so that was that. Tomorrow, I'm supposed to fly. And I was supposed to go tomorrow and the next day, but that might change based on weather reports. I'm not sure. But it looks like tomorrow morning I'm flying. And that has me really... I'll believe it when I see it. I'm not far. Uh, Everyone, (laughs) like, my wife, like, blames me. She's like, you think you're ready. You know, I'm not so sure. And it's like, what do you know? Like, why are you doubting me? I was supposed to fly two lessons ago. Aviation (laughs) expert. I I just like, why are you doing this to me? Uh, You know, she's like, you're never happy. I'm glad Marco's, you know, like making you extra slow. And it's like, ah, I guess, you know, Marco was going to have me fly on lesson six, but the weather didn't work out. So I took six and then seven. Weather didn't work out. Now I'm going eight. Why are you doubting that I'm ready on eight when I was ready on six? I'm even better. Is there anybody else in your class? who's also being kind of slowed down. So, like, are you in class eight with a bunch of class sixers who were expecting to fly then? I don't understand the question. Like, it's kind of the opposite. Like, did you start a class? Do you start classes for flying independently, or is it like, all right, aviation class of 2016, congratulations, <laughs> and then, like... So I started with a group, and I am the only one in that group who's already flying. So I okay. think it's the opposite of what you were thinking. Um... Yeah, there's a couple other guys who are going to join us like afternoon, uh, but they're not flight ready. So I've, I've, they're pushing me into people who've been training longer. Hopefully so, you get you get up in the air. I would. I, I want two things. One is to get up in the air. Now I would really like that. Two, like when I on day one they teach me to kite that wing, and then it's like, hey, practice this at home. I hope that I'm like encouraged and approved to fly at home. Like, yeah, Woody, all right. Now you're golden. I want you to fly, get 20 flights and come back. Like, that would be great to me. I hope it's not like, all right, you can do this, but you, without me talking in the radio in your ear, this is no go for you. Like, I, if I were to come home in that status, then it would only be a partial win. Hmm. At this point, though, if he tells you, you know, I don't want you up in the air without me in your ear, pilot, like, you could just say, yeah, no thanks. I, I feel pretty comfortable. I'm going to go ahead and fly around my own manner. Thank you. <laughs> and it, it, I, I haven't done that yet. That's always on the table. I, you don't even need lessons. Like, I don't, like The whole reason he's teaching me is just so I don't kill myself. I could divert from that path or not any time. But thus far, <laughs> I've been listening to my expert. Uh, if he thinks I'm not ready to fly solo, I'll probably think the same. But I'm hoping that it's like, yeah, you got this. You know, go fucking explore raleigh you know like i I hope that's where like the next step so but yeah it works out dude i have been chomping at the bit to fly right every day like how come you will how come you hold me back i want to go i want to go i want to go like an insolent three-year-old and then when it was time to fly and it was like actually my turn 
I'm, I didn't say it out loud, but in my head, I'm like, can I just back the fuck out of all of this? Like, did, can I just pretend I didn't tell everyone I was taking lessons? Can I just, like, I, I was kind of nervous, and I'm interested to see how that carries over. Like, uh, ne- flying, when it was an abstract concept, like watching other people in their paramotors via YouTube video, was really cool. Now that I picture me in that seat, like, 600 feet in the air, like, like, yeah. Help. You don't want to be the guy tumbling down, screaming in fear that me and Kyle are laughing at in a YouTube video. I want those straps <laughs> to be really secure. And they are. There's, like, double straps. Like, if the straps give out, there's another one holding you in. But <laughs> I, I just, like, I don't know. Like, if I sat you on a lawn chair 600 feet in the air, you'd just be like, dude, what if I tip forward or something? I don't know. Like it, the whole thing seems, and you can't cause there's like a backpack strap on, but I, um, I'm a little psyched out by this whole scenario. And I think it happens tomorrow morning. I think <laughs> once you're up in the air, like actually taking off very quickly, you'll be like, this is awesome. I love this. Or very quickly, you'll be like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> I don't belong in the sky. I'm a human being with a fan <laughs> on my back, soaring aimlessly at, at God's whim, staying in the air. By the mercy of nature, you are held aloft. I, you know, so <laughs> one of those two thoughts. <laughs> I am even more psyched out than I was 30 seconds ago. I just you're gonna be yeah, fine. You're gonna love it. There's a real chance that I'm like I don't know like. I, bird collision is a thing. I'm a hundred percent sure. Not really. The, it's because in most things yeah, the prop leads. The there's a, a safety netting that goes between me and the prop, so the birds would have to come from behind and catch you or something. But uh, if they hit you head, I'm talking about you, not the fan. I, I'm oh, like, hitting like if me? A goose, if a if you're going thirty and the goose is going thirty, like that's a <laughs> sick. That, that, that all of a sudden of them... a goose hits you at sixty miles per hour at altitude. If a goose hits you going 60 miles an hour, you're already dead. Like, that's, that thing's probably Look out for geese. I, I watched one YouTube video where a guy was talking about how he's had uh, bird problems up there. So what he does is he takes a bird feeder, drills in slightly larger holes, fills it with breadcrumbs, and just allows his flight machine to, to trail it so that all the birds kind of fall into line as opposed to flying out in front. Yeah, I, I don't too. believe you people at all. <laughs> legs, peanut butter, birds eat all yes. of them so the birds stay low. So he yeah. is the lead goose, and they just flank off him in a giant Be V. More aerodynamic <laughs> that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The birds don't mind. They're getting that draft, kind of like when you drive behind a semi, save a little bit of gas. Right? Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, that's common practice in the that's paramotor common. community. <laughs> the goose fucking hit you, though. It would never would, of course. That goose would be like, ah, oh, fucking... Look at that dummy on the, with a parachute. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, hear you coming, I guess. When I was at but, a lifeguard, I used to swim with dolphins, and they'd be like, you know, can you catch the dolphins? No. What happens out there <laughs> is whatever the dolphins choose to happen. Like, that, like I, I have very little influence over whether I touch dolphins or not. Yeah, I'd be like, you mean, do I chase dolphins down in the water? What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. You and the creatures that are made to swim well? <laughs> like, that's like, if, if a dolphin came up on land, do you think any of them could beat you in a game of tag? No. <laughs> they're, in, they're in our world there, and we're in their world there. We think that, like, wow, I'm pretty good at swimming. To us, or to them, 
looking at us swimming is like us watching them on the beach just <laughs> struggling. For they sure. look at us like, what the fuck is that stupid monkey doing in my house so, trying to help us? They think we're drowning. I would just yeah, swim don't... out into the middle of the pod, and then if they came close, they came close. If they didn't, they didn't. It was all their choice. Uh, I feel like with geese, it's the same sort of thing. You know, if they bump into you or not, like they're in complete control of the situation. They're, they're it not. Planes all the time. They're going quicker. They're, they don't hit. And geese are mean. They are mean. I, I, oh, all right. Yeah. I need a paintball gun. Take out I've the geese. I've been saying, like, 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 so my <laughs> first thoughts of the, the flying machine are things that you can drop from it or shoot from it. Uh, you know, I'm thinking, like, water, get with some water balloons up there, get the family out in the field. Um, uh, I'm thinking, like, paintball gun, uh, airsoft gun. I really want a gun, though. I just want a fucking gun. I, <laughs> I want to get a. You put a shell catcher on it so that you're not getting brass going into the, the fan behind you. So they're all going in a bag right there on the side of the rifle. And, oh, you could have a lot of fun. FN 2000 just, doesn't eject the first, what, three, seven shells? Something, something like, like that. Something. And then they kind of go out the front. And, but I just still want a shell catcher. I've, 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 we always stuck them on there in the choppers. That was, <laughs> they were like, they were like if, if, that shit, if that 308 hole hits that rear rotor, we're going down. Yeah. I was like, really? <laughs> Well, maybe yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Dylan, well, I don't know. The, tape it off. You want to find out? Well, then put the fucking thing on your gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People know Dylan. Uh, he was the guy that helped me start Woody Crafting. He's his helicopter pilot. Some guys know him. Anyway, he always had these video ideas. He's like, "How about I'm in my chopper and you throw a watermelon at the rotor?" And I'm like, "Is that safe?" It sounds like, "Like, could you do that?" And he's like, "Oh, they're really no. strong." I. I he was younger at the time. He was like 15 or 16. Like his judgment might have been throw bad. A guess out there that maybe if the chopper like sat on the ground and just got them going, you know, and so that they're, you know, they're still going incredibly fast, then then maybe that's cool. But the, I know one thing for sure is that those rotors are very very expensive, and that if they even get a nick in them or a ding, then I don't think they can pass. Like maybe it's your personal chopper. You're like, yeah, my my rotor's dinged. But if you work with that chopper, which is always the case when we're renting choppers, mm -hmm. it's you know, someone else is going to rent it next week. They don't, they can't have any dings in the rotor for insurance yeah. reasons, or maybe because the smallest ding is a vibration in it thing. I don't know, but I don't even throwing a melon that. in there seems pretty crazy. It yeah, does. the melon thing, like I, you saying it, you could maybe do it on the ground. Like, yeah, I'm sure maybe you could do it there. Like, you're not going to crash and die. But I was picturing his the guy's idea being like. B.A. Baracus leaning out the side of a helicopter and like heaving it up as it's in the air, which which is not safe. You should not be throwing things into the moving turbine. I wonder what Dylan thought was going to happen. Was his thought process like we would get watermelon slices falling and there'd be a guy with a plate like catching it? Yeah, he's he's treating like a I don't know, $10 million helicopter the way the jackass guys treat a porta potty. Where they're like, oh, we're going to shoot it in the air and just see what happens. Worst case scenario is we're out 400 bucks. You know? Like, <laughs> those jackass guys are ass. The, the cameras that they use um, to film the, those, those movies are like $8,000, $10,000 cameras. And I, we were talking to the production company that worked with them or something one time. We were talking to somebody who was on the film. And we were like, what do you do with those cameras? How do you, when you're like, you know, jumping a golf cart and, you know, just taking those awful wrecks, like, how do you safeguard the camera? And they're like, oh, we just buy extras. And we got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> we got a whole warehouse of $8,000 cameras. Thank God yeah. 
what fucking sixty percent of our crew are professional skateboarders or something. <laughs> God, like what? The, how the hell were those people making money aside from just ruining things? Like I like if you watch the early seasons, it really gives off the impression of MTV giving a little bit of money to them, but it mainly being like Bam Margera being like, ah, I got a but I, I own a shoe company or something, Vans, <laughs> and he just bankrolls people. Bam, isn't that what it was? Bam bankrolls a lot of guys. You know, they had the can't kill yourself stuff, even that that predates Jackass. That they didn't have all the crew in it. But when Johnny and Bam got together and got the MTV money, obviously that opens up a lot of uh, ave- uh, avenues. But Bam was our Bam was before financing guys and is till this day. He, he there's a couple of those guys who just live off Bam. One of the guys got drunk and took Bam's Lamborghini out and totaled it. But and, and so Bam just let it go. Because if he files a, rep- a police report and an insurance report, then his buddy goes to jail. So his buddy just owes him $175,000. So now when Bam says to do something, he's just got to fucking do it. <laughs> Bam has a slave that, that he has. with I can't remember the guy's name, but he's been in the, I think it might be the guy who shit, shit in the toilet in that, in that store that time. Um, but that guy owes him like 150, 180 grand, has no way of paying it back. So he just does what Bam says. Yeah, for most people, 180 wow. grand is like the mortgage they pay off over the course of 30 years. Yeah, like, that's 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 yeah. normal. It's a huge amount of money to to sudden like, man, what a jackass to to ruin. See, there it was it brought it all together. <laughs> but that's a pretty sweet life for Bam, though. Like, it's my understanding that he's not doing too hot anymore ever since Ryan Dunn died. He's I, in I a really rehab. Kept up with it. He's in this rehab oh. TV show now, getting uh, like uh, dealing with his alcoholism. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but Stern says that it looks like he's actually getting better. Who knows? That's good. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't handle that well. That guy. Uh, who was I talking to that was from up there? That was talking about. Oh, one of my drivers in LA was from Pennsylvania, from that area, and he was he was talking about how fast he was going or something. It was really really fast. It, I don't it know. It was 100... on the news. 130, 150, something like that. Something absurd in a, in a sports car when he... Like, it's bad enough you're going to be a fucking DUI jackass, but <laughs> get in an old pickup truck and saunter down the road at 30 miles an hour or something. Like Something really that doesn't gonna... go 130 miles an hour. Did you see the picture after, like, of the car after it hit that tree? It, like... it, it didn't even look... Like, you couldn't discern what make and model of car that was if you had to. It was yeah. mangled, wrapped around the tree. Like, j- j- yeah, he, yeah. He, he instead of like like I said, like first of all, get a fucking driver. You're rich as shit. You got you got tons of friends, and presumably everyone in this fa- in this whole town thinks you're a hero because you're yeah. from here. But if you're gonna drive, get in that old piece of shit truck and saunter along at thirty. Don't turn yourself into a n- not so well guided missile. Uh, uh, he 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 got what he deserved. Dumbass. Hmm. Yeah, that is beyond the pale. Dumb. Yeah, if it wasn't a tree, it might have been you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get hit oh. by that. So he was a drunk driver, and he, yeah, that sucks. I hate that. Going 130 miles an hour on a windy Pennsylvania road in not, it wasn't even his car, was it? Mm-mm. I think it was his car, but I don't remember those, like, mm. nitty-gritty details. I could details. be wrong, but I remember reading, like, 130 miles an hour, 110, 130, something fast, and then imagining it being on, like, a highway. No. No, it was on, like, a windy two-lane Pennsylvania Road. But he was drunk, like right? Yes. Yeah, to me, the story ends there. Like, I don't know. He's drunk. Fuck him. 
Yeah. I. Well, I mean, he wasn't the I'm, only one in the car. I'm taking a bold stance. Drinking and driving is bad. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait <laughs> for the pushback on this one. But I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> this is the but next Robin someone, Williams. Here comes. Someone else was in the car, though, right? So one of my high school died that way. The, uh, uh, I don't think the driver... I forget what the scoop with the driver was. He may or may not have been impaired in some way. But uh, everyone in the car was really hurt, and one of them died. And mm. it was like... Ugh. Yeah. And it, it, <laughs> I shouldn't talk about it in this way, but it's totally true. So... The people in the car were like the it crowd, you know, very popular guys and girls. And some people in the high school, totally not me, I swear, honest, but they were almost like connecting themselves to them by grieving so much. Like, oh my God, I'm so upset Christopher's gone. Oh, shut up. You didn't hang out with Christopher. You're ugly. And he didn't like you. And, you know, he was the freaking captain of the football team. And you're acting like, you know, you he can't. He didn't give a shit about yeah, you. you can't, That's how little you are and how right. great he was. Fuck now, you, you piece of shit. No, I'm going to kick your ass like he like, would if he were here right now. Now, now this he girl's, like, <laughs> rewriting history. Like, yeah, yeah, that guy and me, we were so tight. Without him being alive to be like, we weren't tight. You know? Like, it was a way to, like, like ooh, I can finally get in the in crowd. Cause That's a scary thought. Who's going to show up at your funeral and pretend to be your friend and all your other friends there aren't going to be able to be like, hey, you weren't Taylor's friend. <laughs> no one's going to call him out like that at my funeral. So I'm going to look like a real asshole if some dude just comes in and is like, yeah, you know, I'm his old Scientology buddy. He never told you guys about that? <laughs> like, no. Yeah, no, that's it's horrible. That was pretty much, and there was more than one person doing that. Just like, you know, oh my God, I'm so like, you know, emotional, upset about this. It's like, no, this well, is just the, a sideways way into the in crowd. How many Prince fans were there last month? A lot. Mm. Uh, I wasn't I, one of them. I, I mean, I like Purple Rain, I guess, but like, I didn't know that guy's real fucking name or where he lived or what his whole history was, and I still don't care. I feel I like mean, just yeah. be honest. If you're not into something. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not against Prince or anything, but the thing nah. I enjoyed most about him is the story that Charlie Murphy told. Charlie Murphy. <laughs> that shit was true. Like, I've heard that. Uh, I've heard other things about him being like really good at a lot of sports. Although it just seems like bullshit because he's a little bitty guy. A little bitty guy. Yeah, he, I mean, he was like, really small. The other was another. Oh, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali died. And uh, while I'm really into combat sports, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I get that Muhammad Ali was a great heavyweight fighter. But the rest of his impact on society is kind of lost to me. Like, I, I didn't really know how to feel about it. There's some good. There's some bad. There's whatever. And um, this might be, oh, God, here, I'm going to do it to myself. He wasn't Muhammad Ali those last couple of years. Like he was kind of suffering, trapped in the wrong body, not with That's it. That's probably for the best. I mean, he, yeah, he, I, I, I didn't care. I didn't care much for the man. Um, it's just really nice to watch that guy fight because he's incredibly fast and talented. And he, the way he, early in his career, he's as fast as grease lightning. Late in his career, he has to become the 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 smart, rope doping, yep, yep. defensive master. And it, no one's, you don't see people do both of those things. It's incredible that he was that he was great at both and champs at both. But the guy was, you know, rumbled in the jungle. Look at what he was doing. Calling was it Foreman that Frazier. he was fighting? It was Frazier. Calling mm -hmm. Frazier a monkey. Calling him a gorilla. Look at your dark skin. Saying the same things that that like the slave masters used to say to the light to the dark skinned uh, blacks 
to 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 make to, to add a hierarchy there to keep them off of uh, you know to keep, between the light skinned blacks and the dark skinned blacks he's going right in with that calling calling him a monkey calling him the n word you know just as racist as anyone and you I guess you could say maybe psyching him out getting in his head and it it definitely fucking yeah, worked when he goes so in there great. they're fucking chant they're chanting uh, not Ali Ali it's something I can't think of the African what is it Matumba Muhammad Ali or some shit hmm. like that you know they're chanting for Ali. In, in Africa, and then Frazier is just complete opposite. That was a great fight, too. Frazier, apparently, up until Ali's very late years, and maybe even still, probably not still because Ali's dead, but like he hated Muhammad Ali. Yeah, those two Because Muhammad Ali made it his job to fucking hate on uh, Joe Frazier, apparently. And I, I learned all of this when he died because I did like a quick Google and I'm like, I didn't know about this. I'd heard about Joe Frazier beating Muhammad Ali, but I don't know anything about it. Like, I didn't know they fought three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know much of that shit at all. But looking into it, it's always eye-opening to be like, oh, you never... This is that stuff that got that's not going to get lost anymore with the, with the internet. <laughs> like, this is the stuff that, like, we're in the last bit of time where people are dying and because they didn't come up with the internet that you can, like, put aside all the shitty things they did, you know? Be like, oh, well, you know, so what if one of the Beatles was really anti-Semitic or something? Like, he didn't tweet about it. Like, like there's no real evidence. Or, you know, who cares Walt Disney hated Jews? That's like, a that's a thing. I that's think. true. Yeah, that's true. definitely true. That is very true. He was very anti-Semitic. He and, hated I Jewish mean, people. go back and watch that Dumbo uh, cartoon. What do you think those crows up there talking all that jive and wearing bandanas are supposed to represent? Like, the white man. The black man. <laughs> oh, my bad. I thought for you sure know, they were going to be Korean. <laughs> Some of those old Disney movies come off like come off pretty racist. They are very racist. Yeah, the uh, Time and Jerry stuff, too. Yep, yep, yep. The Looney Tunes were racist, too. Mm. Uh, Porky the Pig said some, some pretty rough stuff what back there. Porky the Pig's during WW two, he said some rough stuff. A beat, a beat, it was a really beat, funny to see the World War II. <laughs> the, the World War II Looney Tunes are funny because, like, not only are they completely not politically correct, but there's a little propaganda mixed in there. Sure, so, you know, you got you know maybe Daffy Duck or maybe like uh, Bugs Bunny goes over and roughs up Hitler or something like that. You got a lots of lots of funny shit. There's Japanese Cartoons people, but edgy. they have um like very ah! large buck teeth, teeth and huge glasses. And yeah, they're they're the. There's a yeah. particular the racist way that they character. They portrayed character. Japanese people, just like you're saying, those big glasses and like teeth oh, so teeth. big they couldn't close their mouths like rats. Yeah. Looking back at that, it's like, oh my god! Like if you were to show me a picture of that today, I'd be like, that's so out there. I don't even know if like it almost comes around to not being racist again because nobody can even think that way anymore. We like, see that kind of propaganda every day, and we think, oh, those people are terrible. I, I wouldn't go there. We see propaganda like that every day, and it just we just gloss over it. Like what? I'm just trying to think of examples. <sighs> well, I, I'm I'm pretty racist to begin with, so I don't want to admit to to any to, to I don't cut anybody any slack or anything. <laughs> but um, I don't know. There's I, a couple. I, I they, um, Aunt Jemima maple syrup, right? She. Oh, I, that's a different way. That that's sort of uh that one's made its way into your heart, into your family life, and now it's not even that racist. Yeah, give me some of that Uncle Ben's rice. Yeah, it's good. And Aunt Jem- yeah, the Aunt Jemima syrup, the mm-hmm. Uncle Ben stuff. That those are all, you know. Racist. I knew Uncle Ben's was one too, yeah, but I don't even get that one. Like, why is Uncle Ben's racist? So uh, because of Uncle Tom's Cabin, you would. Uh, and uh, back in the day, they used to call. And the reason, the reason, the reason they called Uncle Tom Uncle Tom, an uncle is like code for like an old black man. Okay. He's an uncle. 
you know, if you, if you watch that Confederate uh, States of America sure. thing, they're they're like, is your your nanny or your uncle got the arthritis? Well, with a little Negro lube, you know, it's it, all those all those fake products that they had for. Uh, so I think uncle is definitely a um, just a term a, for an uh, old black person. I don't know because I, yeah, I, yeah, I see Uncle Ben's and I think of, uncle as in like. I don't know. I have uncles, and I'm not racist dad's for calling brother. him that. Yeah, my dad's yeah. brother, right? My mom's yeah. brother. Um, and then Ben is just like... a man's name, and I'm like, Uncle Ben's race. I don't even get it. Like, I've been told it's I've racist. Never, is it like I've never looked it up? Are but black I people thought, like known to take subways? I'm sorry, Taylor. Maybe I'm totally wrong. <laughs> is but I always subway? thought the reason that it, Uncle the Tom was—I no, always sorry. thought Uncle Tom was meant to say like, yeah, say uncle to say like, oh. You're taking the white man's side, like you're part of their family. Well, that goes you're not back to really their family. You're on the outs. Like that goes back uncle. to the book, though. That I goes. Don't know. It, you're absolutely right about that. But that goes back to the book. That's when you call someone an Uncle Tom. Now, the now uh, that's from Uncle Tom's Cabin, the book. But but you got to go back even further to the slaves, uh, to the slave masters, kind of referring to to to, to certain group of blacks as uncles. Yeah, the, it doesn't make any sense to us because that was eighteen six eighteen fifties when they, when this was slang for uh, for an old black slave. But yeah, it's a racist thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess I've been told it is. I just don't it's put it together. Racism. That's why I like it. <laughs> There's no way to take it badly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I, I there are three modern products, and I can only think of the two, and I don't get one. Um, Aunt Jemima. Is there another maple syrup, maybe? There there's two? a whole restaurant called Cracker Barrel. There's I, Mrs. Buttersworth, Butterworth, but she's white, so. Oh, so it can't be racist. It can't be racist. Yes, exactly. Let's end right Possible. there. All right. Well, wish me luck. I hope I don't die tomorrow morning. Bye, Good all. Luck, man. Good luck.